scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. Let's do this thing as we pick up the pieces following another wild weekend of action. The Los Angeles Lakers turn the ball over 19 times. Jimmy Butler drops 40 points and then tells LeBron James and company that they're in big trouble as the Miami Heat win outright as nine and a half point underdogs and have now fought their way back uh, into the NBA Finals, an NBA Finals that felt like it was all uh, but done. Game two goes down on Tuesday night. The Lakers open up as seven-and-a-half-point favorites, and you have to believe that at some point, Bam Adebayo is going to be able to play. Like, I'm not so sure about Gordon Dragic, but Gordon Dragic seems to be close uh, to coming back, and I didn't think he was going to play at all. Uh, Bam, uh, with with an X strain, I get it, man. It's It's tough. You can't move your neck around, but, bro, it's been a couple of games now. And as we heard Dr. David Chow tell us uh, last week, it's a pain threshold thing. Uh, we would expect uh, Bam to step up and uh, to get it done. Speaking of stepping up and uh, getting it done, the Buffalo Bills uh, improved to 4-0 for the first time in 12 years. Josh Allen throws for 288 uh, yards, two touchdowns. Buffalo wins uh, 30-23, depending on what your number was as far as the total. When you bet this thing, uh, depends on whether you won, whether you lost, whether you pushed and all that other fun stuff that's associated with NFL uh, Sunday. Don't look now, but the Cleveland Browns have now won three straight football games after hanging 49 on a Dallas Cowboy defense that somehow uh, gets worse on a game-by-game uh, basis. It really is amazing. The Dallas Cowboys, the wheels have fallen off uh, the Polk's uh, defense uh, right now. And after all this, the Philadelphia Eagles are actually in first place. After all this. The Philadelphia Eagles, that's right. Like the Dallas Cowboys are that useless that the Eagles' victory tonight over the San Francisco 49ers uh, vaults them into first uh, place. Tom Brady, not quite as done as everybody uh, says he is. Five touchdown passes for Tom Brady. We've got a Monday night doubleheader uh, on tap. We're going to be breaking it down to Patriots and the Chiefs, uh, the Falcons and the Packers, 7.05 Eastern time uh, for the Patriots and the Chiefs, and then a regular time slot for Monday Night Football. Houston and Oakland will get the baseball party started. Yankees and Rays on tap. Big man on campus steps up and in. We're breaking it down. Sports Rage late night has begun. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. As uh, the Miami Heat uh, step up and in and uh, win a game three and um, make this thing a series uh, right now. 
Uh, and, you know, I had a weird feeling coming into tonight, and we did really well as far as the NFL uh, is concerned early uh, in the day. And, um, you know, where we stumbled was with the night card, with the NBA Finals, and then uh, with the uh, the Sunday night football. And it's easy to say now because I didn't bet it, uh, but I had a weird feeling about tonight. I didn't think that both Miami and Philadelphia would win, but I fell for it in that, you know, the point spread was too high uh, in the football game. You know, I, I get it. Philadelphia struggled, and Philadelphia just had so many injuries. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to lay that many points with San Francisco and with Nick Mullins. So, you know, it was just, you know, bad, um, you know, that was a bad play right there. And as far as the NBA was concerned, you know, you sort of get, you know, you get the feeling, you know, Lakers took the pedal off the metal tonight. They were a little bit uh, lethargic at the start of the basketball game. Ten turnovers in the first quarter. And we've seen in the playoffs, man, you know, in the regular season, you can spot teams' leads. But we've seen in the playoffs, first quarters matter, man. You know, the first quarter counts. Like these, you know, it sets the tempo and, and the, the pace of the basketball game. And you know what? Miami came out. They were ready to play. The Lakers were clearly not. And I get it. You know, I do and I don't. You, you know, from a human element, you understand why the Lakers were a little bit overconfident coming into tonight's game. Miami are beaten down. They're missing Bam out of bio. They're missing Goran Dragic. You know, you're you're up to nothing. You probably figure, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll we'll win again tonight, and then we'll just sweep them uh, on Tuesday. And you know, they came out flat. And Jimmy Butler, you know, that's that's a statement game right there. You know, whether whether or not the Miami Heat come back and win this series or not, it'll be you know Jimmy Butler. You know, will be remembered for stepping up when it mattered most. Their backs against the wall because let's let's be real, they lose this uh, game tonight and it's done. Uh, series series over, uh, right? So, um, ser- series over. Yet now we've got a series, and as I stated, yeah, you know, at some point the Miami Heat are going to start to get healthier. Now, you know, uh, one thing we'll we'll say the Lakers have responded after losses. And when the Lakers are pissed off, they've usually responded in a big time way after. So it's not as if though, it's not as if though this is going to be easy for the Miami Heat, but at least we've got we've got a finals now. And I gotta tell you, like you guys know, listening to the show, I'm I'm into the NBA as much as anybody. Yet this finals feels kind of anticlimactic right now because of all the injuries. And you know what happens as well? You know, they're going up against football often. I know the ratings are down a little bit, but it has a sense of, you know, in that you know, the thing is a lot of people don't want to see LeBron win. Right? Like there's a lot of anti-LeBron people out there. And it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. LeBron's gonna win. I don't need to see it. I don't need to see it. I'm watching a football game. I don't need to see it. Or, or the series of blowout, or Miami don't have any players left. It's just the Lakers are killing them. Uh, you know, look, Miami, you know, covered. They they were getting ten and a half the other night. They lost by ten. Now, tonight, they win a game outright. So, we've got a series on our hands here. And, you know, obviously, it's all about Tuesday right now. If the Miami Heat can win another basketball game, then the NBA Finals uh, get real, and it gets interesting. It get, you know, it gets real, real. You know, if they tie it up at two, then we got a best of uh, a best of three series after. So, that was, that was surprise number one. Now, congratulations. I don't know if anybody tuning in tonight 
actually had both the Philadelphia Eagles on the money line and the Miami Heat on the money line. If you did, well done. Well played. Now, we were very well played earlier in the day. We were crushing the National Football League. Uh, we started off the day like 6-2-1 six, six, uh, six, and one, uh, with our sides. The props, uh, you know, they don't call us the prop king for nothing. Uh, the props have been uh, very, very profitable for us. Profitable props. Uh, we crushed the props. Uh, we hit the Buffalo Bills. We actually had the Bills and the Raiders at 52. And it gets to 53. The numbers are extremely sharp. There were more overs than unders, though, once again uh, tonight and today in the National Football League. And um, so the Buffalo Bills are now 4-0. and And another impressive performance from, uh, from Josh Allen. A Josh Allen who has been heavily criticized over the years. I don't know if I've seen a quarterback that's been as criticized. You know, listen, there's been guys, you know, you have the Mark Sanchez and a butt fumble and stuff like that. But, like, really, it really is amazing. Like, the just the the doubters and the haters, man, that Josh Allen has had to deal with over the years. I mean, look, Jalen Ramsey was calling him out before he even threw a pass in the NFL, saying this kid's trash. And, of course, you know, for the record, Josh Allen is 2-0. and against Jalen Ramsey, he beat Jacksonville. <laughs> he beat Jacksonville, and and uh, he beat the Rams as well. And speaking of Jalen Ramsey, he got into it with Golden Tate after the game over some, like, personal type of stuff. You know, married to his sister and left her when she was pregnant and all that, and yeah, yeah, whatever. Jalen Ramsey seems like a real nice guy, doesn't he? Not. You know, when we say that, I, I'm saying it uh, sarcastically. Hell of a football player. Good football player. You know, the thing that Jalen Ramsey's most famous for, though, really kind of is trash-talking Josh Allen, um, getting punked by Josh Allen twice, and, yeah, you know, you fooled the referees with a head fake to win the football game against the Dallas Cowboys earlier in the year. Uh, but the Rams, uh, the Rams get it done uh, today. Uh, the Giants cover the number. So the Buffalo Bills, though, 4-0 right now. Ultra-impressive start for a Buffalo Bill uh, football team whose offense is repeatedly putting up 30 points a game. I mean, they came into tonight averaging uh, 30 points a game. They put up another 30. And quite frankly, they left quite a few points on the field. You know, like, that's, that's when you know you're a good football team. When you go on the road, you win a football game by seven points, and you really didn't even play all that great. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you didn't play as well as you could have. Josh Allen is really good, all right? And he's always been good. He's always had wicked athletic ability. He hasn't had a ton of weapons or a great offensive line to work with over the years. Now he does. Um, you know, and listen, he's, he's young. So you see the progression of Josh Allen. Now, last year, Josh Allen would play great for like three quarters of a football game. And then there would be those moments. And we saw that in the playoffs last year, right? When the Bills had a massive lead. And then there's the moments. He's limiting the moments right now, except they're still there. They're still there. And it's amazing. Like, every game, he will do something that is incredibly like, come on, bro, you can't do that. And, you know, last week, he went backwards and he took a face mask penalty. It's rare you see a quarterback take a face mask penalty, all right? But he did. He grabbed Aaron Donald's face mask. 
Um, you know, today against the Raiders, he took the Bills out of field goal position and, you know, really would have iced the game for the Bills. And he dropped back and dropped back and dropped back. It's like a college move. You can't be doing that. And there's usually, there is like an episode or two like this uh, every football game. And he's got to limit this. All right? He's got to limit this. But, I mean, the athletic ability is through the, through the roof. The, the, the dimes that this guy throws, the bullets, the absolute bullets that he throws are unbelievable. So, uh, the Buffalo Bills move on right now. What happens next is up in the air. They're scheduled to play the Tennessee Titans. Now, we, we, you know, the Tennessee Titans are under investigation right now by the National Football League for COVID protocol violations in which they feel that they brought this upon themselves. You know, they, they didn't just get this by accident. They, you know, so there's an investigation going on right now. NFL has hit a little speed bump, but, but they've gotten through the week. Big man on campus steps up and in. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I'm Renzi. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. We're breaking it down. Sports Rage uh, Sunday, NFL Week 4. Not done. We've got a rare uh, double header. And I know, you know, a lot of people were talking about should there be a double header every Monday night? In the National Football League, while we have one due to COVID, all right? And I'm sure Bill Belichick is just thrilled that he has to play this game without Cam Newton. But of all players to get COVID, Cam Newton's the one to get COVID. So we do have a doubleheader. The NBA Finals are now somewhat uh, on uh, again, especially if the Heat can get uh, some bodies back on Tuesday. Major League Baseball playoffs uh resume tomorrow we're breaking it all down big man on campus barstool sports in the house big man on campus steps up and what's going on big man yeah good stuff i should say congratulations i'm sure you know part of me almost wanted you to be raging tonight uh, as far as the eagles are concerned and i did have the niners in a <laughs> teaser <laughs> but you know i had a weird feeling coming into tonight's football game and basketball game uh big man that, you know, I don't know. I had a weird feeling about the basketball game that the Lakers could be flat tonight. And, you know, San Francisco, man, they were pretty beat up. But, you know, listen, quality win for the Philadelphia Eagles. They really, really, really did have a ton of injuries. They go on the road. They're trailing the football game. They find a way to win. And it's amazing, big man. As bad as they've been, they're actually in first place right now. Yeah, I mean, this division is so bad. I mean, it seems like we've said that before, haven't we? But, yeah, look, I mean, they forced turnovers tonight. I mean, I, I can't remember before tonight the last time they had a turnover. It just seems so long ago. But, look, uh, Nick Mullins, not a guy I'm really – and I'm, I get why you teased it. I'm not, I'm not really sure why I would want to lay nine, nine and a half points, even eight and a half points with Nick Mullins. But, yeah, look, Carson Wentz played well. I mean, as you said, ton of injuries. 
Look, the, the, the true Frank of the matter is there's just not a, very much talent in this team right now with, with so many people out. But, you know, Zach Ertz has been a non-factor. Miles Sanders didn't do much. And, you know, they found a way to win. Offensive lines had problems. So, yeah, it's a big win for them. I thought their defense actually played really well. I mean, they bailed them out a couple different times. As I said, they were able to get some opportune turnovers. Uh, and Wentz finally played pretty well. So, yeah, it's a nice win. I mean, luckily you get the Niners with so many injuries too, but uh, we'll take it. Everyone's a good win. It doesn't matter when it's all said and done, man. It's going to be a war of attrition this yeah. year. We're, we're already seeing it is as far as injuries are concerned. And you're right, the, the Eagles' uh, defense brought it very, very physical. They were hitting them hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can hear those crisp tackles. And, you know, the Eagles' D uh, was fired up. And, you know, listen, man, it doesn't matter who you beat, how you beat them. And look, San Francisco, my deal with this is I kind of had a weird feeling about it, big man. That's why I teased it. I didn't like the game. It was one of those, yeah, I'll bet it for the sake of betting it. And I had a good day today, and I gave I gave some back at the end. We still ended up with a profit. Uh, but, you know, you look, man, like, you know, the New York Giants got blown out by San Francisco. You know, pretty much the same team, the backup guys. And, in fact, they had Kittle back tonight. Right? They had Kittle back. They had Debo Samuel back. So... They blew out the Giants. You see the Giants, you know, competitive with the Rams here. So even Nick Mullins and San Francisco did manage to blow, you know, blow the Giants out with this lineup. But I know football math and this team did it to that team never adds up. But it really is amazing to me, man, that we played a month, big man, and the Eagles have one win, but they're in first place. You can't make this up. You really can't make this up. And you look at the Dallas Cowboys defense, like, holy crap. Like, you know, they've got some massive issues here. 49 points giving up uh, to, to the Cleveland and, and, Browns. Like, that's like, and I don't know if it's going to be getting any better. They're getting worse by the week, the Cowboys defense. Yeah, and you know what? The crazy thing about Dallas is they really haven't had any injuries. I mean, it's not like they're, you know, a, a shell of what they should be like the Eagles are. I mean, they just can't get stops. I will say, though, quickly, one other thing on the 49ers. I mean, Look, I've seen some bad throws in the NFL, but the two interceptions by Nick Mullins were horrific. I mean, I, I don't know what he was throwing to. I don't, I don't know if he was gave the a game weird read or what. Yeah, he, he really did. Away. I mean, he was. I agree. I thought he was the difference. Obviously, you know, they they made some plays. Kittle did some things, and Ayuk had that big touchdown. But yeah, Nick Mullins was really bad. But with the Cowboys, yeah, I, like I said, you know where. Again, you're not missing anyone important. I mean, everyone's in there for them. And, yeah, they just can't seem to get any stops. It's uh, it's hard to watch. I mean, as an Eagle fan, I- I'm loving it. But, uh, yeah, there's just not a ton of pressure up front. The secondary's gotten riddled. Uh, yeah, it's ugly. It's it's actually nice to watch. The Giants and Redskins aren't marking <laughs> off or anything. So, yeah, I mean, if you're the Eagles, I mean, it's just a shame that Doug Peterson totally – bottled it last week and didn't kick that field goal because look I got to tell you I feel like Jake Elliott can make that kick and if he doesn't uh, so be it you play defense and you, you hopefully go to overtime but it, it just sucks they should they should have two wins instead of one um, you know it's it's amazing to me that they're in first place but it's also amazing to me that we're already a quarter way through the season like isn't that crazy like that we're a quarter way man four four games in right now season just flying by Little bit of a COVID speed bump uh, this weekend, uh, but you know nothing's unraveling yet. Um, they're going to get back on track uh, here. You know there could be could be issues moving forward as well, but so far so good. But it's just amazing to me how fast time goes, big man. 
Like, uh, like it feels like just yesterday that you know people were wondering, oh, is the NFL, what about the NFL? What about the NFL? Here we are right now, a quarter way through uh, the National Football League season, and uh, we've got a doubleheader uh, tomorrow. Now, one team that you know today, you, you know, a guy, and I've always said this, big man. Now he won a uh, he won a Super Bowl for you, brought you some of you know, your greatest sporting memories, and I'm talking about Nick Foles. Now Nick Foles. Mm. Nick, and I saw actually Barstool tweet out a picture of like Nick Foles as a starter and Nick Foles as the backup, where like as the backup, he's looking all like <laughs> smiling. And, like you know I mean? They did the Clay Thompson thing. And I've said this for years, yeah. big man. It's a saying that I've been saying for years. The backup quarterback's always the most popular guy in town until he's not the backup anymore. <laughs> like, I'm telling you. I saw it with Frank Reich. Uh, like, and it's crazy because you have Frank Reich and Nick Foles, but. Frank Reich was the quarterback of the Bills when they came back against the Houston Oilers, right? And it's like, you know, Frank Reich, you know, came back. And, you know, there was a bunch of times where Frank Reich would come back and it would look great. He would look great. And then when Frank Reich had to be the starter, yeah, it wasn't so great. You know what I mean? Like, it's some guys are just sort of born to be the backup. I don't know if Nick Foles is that guy. But it got to the point where they should have, like, it was like, man, just go to Trubisky right now. Go back to Trubisky. Uh, right now to mix this up because Foles just couldn't get into the going. That's one game I misread this week. Props to the Colts for going in there and getting it done, big man. Look, they lost their first game of the year, but now the Colts are three and one. I'll tell you what, they're starting to look really, really impressive on defense. And, and look, this is what a good front seven can do for you. It, it really kind of makes the guys on the back end look better. I mean, Xavier Rhodes looks like a different player. I mean, he kind of I mean, when he was in Minnesota, he just had a, a complete mess of a career. And then he's kind of had a renaissance there. You look at their linebackers. They might have the best group of linebackers in the league. Their, their defense has showed me something. And you're right. I mean, I I think Nick Foles, for whatever reason, he just kind of flourishes in that role where it's, hey, get in there and play. Okay. When he has this pressure on them, he just – you know, when he was here, it was just kind of – it was so quick and in whirlwind. It kind of just happened. But – you know, when you kind of have a whole week and, hey, you're the guy now, and it seems like almost in a way he had been the guy, but Nagy was told by the people up top, hey, he's not the guy. We can't look stupid because we took Trubisky. Um, but, yeah, Nick didn't look great today. They threw 42 times, which isn't really bare like Look, I'll be honest. I mean, outside of Allen Robinson, though, game, let's just be real. When was the last time – I mean, in my lifetime, I don't know if I can remember – a really great Bears receiver. I mean, I I would have to go yeah. back years. I feel like to Willie Gall. Someone. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's yeah, it's just 1986. <laughs> yeah, it's like even in like the 2000s, like they just they never have like star players. It's weird. Uh, you know, Alan Robinson they're did cheap. his thing. Yeah, they're yeah. they're, they're, they're oh, just yeah. cheap. You know what I mean? And you're right. They're well, listen. They're a middling franchise. I guess they were a fraudulent. A fraudulent uh, three, a three and zero. Oh, uh, now three and one. Now here's another, another guy, uh, another guy. You know, you know well, being at Temple before. And how about Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers? You know, figuring it out right now without Christian McCaffrey, big man. And you know, you look the first two weeks, their defense got lit up. I've always been a big Teddy Bridgewater fan. We know the guy is money against the spread. He's just a winner. And and you know, look, they don't have McCaffrey. And, you know, now they've won two football games in a row. It's amazing. Look at all the hype about the Arizona Cardinals. You know, and Kyler Murray this and the Cardinals that. Well, look, after four weeks now, the Panthers are two and two. 
Very impressive job by Matt Rule so far this year. But I know you're not surprised. I'm not surprised. I know the guy can coach. Well, and listen, obviously you know this. You've been doing this a long time. I feel like a lot of us know this. But look, when you have an NFL football game and there is 80% of the money bet on that team and the line's going the other way, I mean, Carolina was a pretty sharp side. You should have been on Carolina if you're out there. If you've been doing this long enough, I feel like you should know Carolina was the play at home. And you know what the thing about Carolina I like, Gabe, is they play, they play really hard for their coach. Defensively, they're really young, but I think they have some real stars. I like this kid, Jeremy Chin, a lot, this rookie. You look at Gross Matos, Derek Brown, and you look at their quarterback play. They just have a solid quarterback that moves the football, you know, you know keeps the chains moving, and, you know, a shrewd move, a shrewd move to bring in Robbie Anderson. I mean, I thought when McCaffrey went out, it was kind of tank city for the Panthers, but credit them. They're playing behind their new coach. And yeah, I like what I saw out of them. Arizona looks a little fraudulent. Kyler Murray didn't look great throwing the football today. Nice work for Carolina. Well, I'll tell you, you know, Arizona are who I thought they were. I'm going to pull you old. They are who we thought they were. You know, I really, I really believe that in that they weren't quite as good as people were making them out to be. Oh, Arizona's going to make the playoffs and all this. And I was like, guys, they only won five games last year. Like, an improvement will be getting Dayton eight, eight in a very tough division. More with Big Man on campus on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Sports Race Late Night continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it. Shout out to uh, the Mightier 1090 in the late night hours here. SoCal uh, in the house. We'll get into the Lakers. Uh, and the Miami Heat a little bit uh, later on. We're talking NFL football uh, right now. Just a little bit of a uh, a recap uh, of uh, of the day with big man on campus, uh, Barstool uh, Sports in the house. So how's uh, life at Barstool treating you, big man? Uh, it's going well. Uh, I've done some streams. We've had some fun. I'm getting ready for college basketball, which will kind of be my uh, time to shine. But it's fun. I mean, I'm writing blogs. I'm I'm kind of doing my thing. And, uh, yeah, they're real cool. They've always been loyal. They've always been straight with me. So I'm having a good time with it. You know, I'm arguing with people on Twitter, which they're cool with. So, yeah, I'm good <laughs> with it. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a, Yeah, one, you, you got to get in the mud, Gabe. Controversy sells. Yeah, one thing, uh, one thing you know, I noticed about, uh, about uh, Barstool is they let their guys do their things, right? You know, not everybody's the same there. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got their own shtick, and everyone's got their own sort of niche. And – and, you know, they, you, they let you do what you want to do, right? They let you be you, and uh, and they let you do what you want to do. And uh, it's obviously a formula that's been working uh, for them. So congratulations and uh, much, much success uh, there. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the um, the Twitter, um, you know, Barstool Twitters. Uh, you got some funny stuff. Uh, the, the GIF guys. And I tell you one thing, I never want to get into a war with Portnoy and have that gif, uh, that gif assassin that he has on the payroll come after me. <laughs> What's that guy's name? I don't yeah, want him on my ass. 
<laughs> Vin Dog, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. uh, yeah, that was truly. I one like of what the he goes. He goes, I just wear you out. He goes, I'll just wear you out. He goes, I'll send you 3500 if I have to. I'll wear your ass out. <laughs> you know, he's an interesting character, that guy. He was a pl- like a plumbing teacher at a high school, and he, you know, started doing the whole meme thing, and Dave found him, and he stopped being a teacher and started working at Barstool. It's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what Barstool does. They just find these random people that, that do something that have a niche and they have their own set of skills. And yeah, it's it's a fascinating company. But yeah, I appreciate it coming from that's you, funny. man. I, I always have enjoyed working with you. Appreciate it. That's, I appreciate that. That That's funny, though. Portnoy has that much money. He can just hire someone to troll people. <laughs> like, that's oh, pretty yeah. crazy. Like, I don't even have to do it myself. I'll just hire this guy in a hurry. I'll just hire this guy. Uh, that that's great. So speaking of great, uh, the Buffalo Buffalo Bills. I know you were high on them coming into the year. They're living up to the hype. I was talking earlier on the show about you know Josh Allen faced so much criticism early in the kid's career, and it's funny where all the haters now. He's been very consistent. There's still momentary lapses of insanity in every football game, but I gotta tell you, man, like when he's when he throws the football, big man, when he throws it. It's next to impossible for the DB uh, to cover it because the ball is just so fast. This kid throws fastballs, man. And I'll tell you what, the Bills wide receivers, great hands. Like, you know, when you have a quarterback that throws the ball that hard and that fast, in which, like, they're not used to it. Like, like imagine Kirk Cousins throwing it out or Josh Allen throwing it out to Diggs. You know, this is a fastball compared to Cousins, bro. You know what I mean? And... You know, Cole Beasley, soft hands today, big catches. John Brown, soft hand today, big catches. Stephon Diggs is playing like a number one wide receiver. And like I said, Josh Allen isn't perfect. He's 24-34 for 288, no interceptions. Uh, Like I said, he took a bad sack, but he's limiting the mistakes. He's been on fire this year. That Bills offense is averaging 30 points a game. They put up another 30 today. You know the defense will improve. They've been beat up earlier in the year. They're They're getting healthier. They were making stops today when they had to, and uh, this this Bills football team's for real, man. I, I really, I legitimately believe spe- they could do special things this year, big man. Yeah, look, I mean, if Russell Wilson hasn't had this historic four-game run, basically, I think Josh Allen's the MVP. I don't know how you don't take him. I mean, he has been unbelievable, and they've been unbelievable. You know, what I wanted to see out of Buffalo today, and I, I know you've probably seen this in the first you know, three games coming into today, is they were really good in the first half in those three games, and then they falter and kind of fall asleep in the second half, and it almost came back to bite them against the Rams. But today, they, they, they put the stake in the heart, and they drove it in. They grabbed some turnovers. I thought the defense looked pretty good. They did kind of falter a little bit as well. But I'll tell you, Gabe, I thought the Stephon Diggs acquisition was perfect. I think it worked glowingly. I think it was the best move of the offseason. He needed a player like that to come in and give him something. And you know, he's it's made Josh Allen a better player. I know a lot of people, Gabe, that – I mean, including myself. Look, I like Josh Allen at Wyoming. I thought he had some talent. I just thought he was raw. But he's quickly become a really good quarterback. They seem to have all the pieces fitting. They have a great offensive line. They just need to get a little bit better stopping the run, but that'll come over the over the games and you know as they get deeper and deeper into the season. I truly believe this team can go to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to be one of the biggest challengers to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I, I really like what I've been seeing. Josh looks terrific. They've been one of my favorite teams. I bet on them every first half so far this season, and it's come in. 
coming into the year, I thought that they were sort of number two, like right there with Baltimore. You know, we'll give Kansas City yeah. the nod, obviously, being the champs. And then I was like, you know, but honestly, big man, I, I think Baltimore are going to regress. I, I I still do. And I, they all right, they won today against Washington. I got a good number at 13 and a half. Bad. Yeah, he can't. Like, he's, there's, I don't know, big man. I think there's sort of. I'm not going to say he's reached his window, the the limit here, but you know what I mean? He might just be who he is right now. And and another thing is, too, it's not like they have a ton of weapons, big man. That's the thing. When you actually analyze the Ravens, they're good against bad teams because Lamar can shine against bad teams. But when you play a really good football team, you know, like, who do they have? You know, Marquise Brown? Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews? Yeah. Like, people hype up Mark Andrews like he's George Kittle. Like, oh, Mark Andrews. Well, like, yeah, whatever, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, what we see in big games, they they they, they take away the passing attack of these guys. They got nothing. Uh, you know, so they won today. Like I said, I think Buffalo are a better football team than Baltimore right now. And as you stated, Baltimore, uh, Buffalo match up well uh, with with both Baltimore and with Kansas City, just in the sense that they can put points up on the board now. And the, you know, their defense is good as well. I think they can go toe to toe. And I'll tell you what, big man, the the Bills four and zero right now. They get the Tennessee Titans this week. All right, so they play the Titans, or do they? Right, that's the thing. Or will they? We don't know. I I, I don't know what the deal with the Titans is. Right, I, I I would imagine they'll play the game, big man. But I don't know. Like out of an abundance of caution, they might not. The Titans, of course, are well, under I mean, investigation if, right now. I was just gonna say, big man, well, if they don't, I'm not even I'm not even in a panic about it. The Bills game after that, big man, is against the Kansas City Chiefs. You want to talk about a big showdown? Um, so, and then the Bills would have a, a somewhat of a buy actually if they don't play against the Titans. And that game is on Thursday night, so it's not this Thursday night. This Thursday is the uh, the Bucks, the Buccaneers, and the Bears. Uh, two Thursdays from now, though, um, you know, mid uh, mid October, the 16th or whatever, the 15th or the 16th, the Kansas City Chiefs go to Buffalo, and there's even going to be 7,500 fans allowed uh, at that game. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, big man, the Bills could be undefeated taking on the Chiefs, man. Uh, in a week six, in a real heavyweight matchup. Here's the difference in why I think Buffalo has to be regarded as a Super Bowl contender. They have a better defense than pretty much everyone in the league. I mean, I, I, I'll put their defense up against anybody when it really comes down to a brass tax. And I think that's something that Kansas City lacks. I think that's going to be a huge game. But I'll tell you this. The NFL needs to come down hard on the Tennessee Titans. They do. Because, look, the truth of the matter is you and I both know this game. They didn't get coronavirus at the practice facility. They got coronavirus because somebody went out and did something they shouldn't do. And I'll tell you this. This was unnoticed today because in this country, we don't care a lot what goes on everywhere else. But you know what Italy did today, Gabe, to a team that didn't follow the rules and got coronavirus? In Syria today, Napoli played Juventus. Napoli had coronavirus cases. They did not go to Juventus to play. They decided we're not going. We can't. We don't have – we have corona patients. The Italian Soccer Federation said if you're not going to be there, Juventus gets three points and they're going to win the game. You can look it up. It's fascinating what happened. Uh, they basically didn't come and Juventus got the three points. The NFL needs to come down hard. They're not going to do that here where you're just – you don't play. But somebody broke the rules here and – Something needs to happen because of it. You have to set a tone because other sports had little outbreaks and they figured it out. You can't keep having this happen. Somebody's breaking the rules here on Tennessee. 
Yeah, and yet it's all thing. You're risking everybody else, right? It's a domino effect. You affect the rest of the yeah. league. And, and another thing is, big man. Huge business. Yeah, this isn't baseball either, where we could just, well, okay, we're gonna play a doubleheader next week. You can't do this. Yeah, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like a couple of like a couple of this games, a couple of missed games, big man here and there. Next thing you know, the Super Bowl's pushed back by a week or two, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't. They can't just say, "All right, we're gonna play." Um, you know, you guys are gonna play three games in 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 nine days, and you know that's actually the case right now. It's crazy. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs. So I guess the Chiefs are gonna have to play on Monday, Sunday, and then Thursday again. Not an ideal situation. Not- uh, to to be to be put Good in for Buffalo. Yeah, and you listen. You know that there's going to be more coming down the road. But yeah, the the NFL, a source close uh, inside the National Football League, says, make no mistake, this is not an inquiry. It's an investigation. Was this preventable? Was it Good. manageable? Uh, th- you know, that's where this is going to be fair to say. There are some troubling signs on a multitude of le- multitude of levels. The violations just uh, are aren't just happening there. Just look at what you see. Uh, on team feeds on social media. But they're obviously a heightened concern about this situation. Mike Vrabel denies any um, any wrongdoing here. But what can they really do, big man? Because it's the whole thing. Let's say they come down with some stupid, high, crazy fine. Like, all right, we're going to fight him $10 million or something. Yeah, and then what? So what? NFL teams make like two, $300 million a year profit as it is, big man. It yeah, still doesn't I mean, mean anything. They need to suspend players, I, I, but... Like, they, if they can find out, like, if they find out this guy went out here and this, you suspend them. I agree, 100%. I, that's what I would do. And, yeah, you look at what they've done to some of these coaches that, like, had a mask underneath their nose or something. Like, they find them 50K. And, and obviously, 50K is not a lot when you're making millions of dollars a year. But, yeah, they got to do something because you can't just allow this to happen. You can't just let these guys run around. Like, I saw Gabe. I don't know if you saw, but did you see the Raiders? That Darren Waller guy. Like, I know he's a recovering addict, and I give him a lot of respect. But, like, you shouldn't be having a benefit, like, gala dinner, like, in a coronavirus. Set. Like, they had a party over the week. I don't know. if Did you see that? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, it's just the stupidity, man. It just never ends, bro. Like, like why? Oh, we slipped up. Yeah, yeah, the Bills better not get coronavirus now from you jackasses. We're 4-0. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, like, yeah. The Bill, Bill, yeah, Bills are cruising <laughs> along. Yeah, the Raiders slipped up. Yeah, no kidding. You slipped up. Um, this, it's a fragile situation, and they need to set an example uh, if Tennessee if Tennessee did violate uh, protocols, which pretty much it appears they did. I mean, the fact that we know there's an investigation and there's so many, so many fingers being pointed specifically at the Titans right now. We know something's up uh, with these guys. Like I said, we can get through this, but it's different. It's not, you know, it's not basketball. It's not like baseball where we can just sort of make these games up easily, guys. So if there is a bigger outbreak, then suddenly, you know, stuff starts to happen. But I'm, I am with you, big man. I don't always agree with your takes on on COVID and sports playing. I don't think I don't think fans at games are a good idea, but. I see, like, uh, I saw, like, Sports Illustrated today. Uh, you know, the NFL has gotten, you know, four weeks. Time to shut it down and pause it for a couple of weeks now. Like, we're not shutting everything down because we're missing one game. Like, you know what I mean? We're not going to shut everything down because the Titans are jackasses. Like, like I hate the people that go right in to let's shut everything down all the time. <laughs> like, hey, slow down. We don't need to shut everything down. Let's just be smart about it. All right, more with Pickman on the other side.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Morenci. Breaking it down with Barstool Sports Big Man on campus. Follow him on Twitter, and uh, he'll argue with you if uh, if you want uh, on Twitter. We're talking NFL football uh, right now. We're going to get into the NBA on the other side in level two. I know, Big Man, you've been riding the Miami Heat uh, through the playoffs. Um, good job. I know you got a future on them, and it's a nice, nice prices. And it appeared like they were done, but massive win uh, tonight. But l- let's get into that. A little bit after, Big Man is a Philadelphia Eagle fan, kicking it in Philadelphia uh, with, with us uh, tonight. We were just talking about the um, the uh, the Tennessee Titans, and uh, now we're seeing um, major penalties coming uh, for the Tennessee Titans. Reports are the Titans are going to face major penalties, but whatever that means, cash doesn't mean anything. NFL teams make hundreds of millions of dollars a year. It doesn't, like, so you can find them $25 million and whatever they'll lose like you know 10% of their profit <laughs> like like I, I like so I don't know I guess monetarily that's what they'll do or if they can find out individually uh the players uh but uh the the foot we got a double header tomorrow night big man we got a couple of minutes uh, here but chiefs are laying 10 and a half in this football game Brian Hoyer will be the starting quarterback for the Patriots in this spot yeah you know um Gabe this was fascinating the Patriots have not been a double-digit underdog since 2002. Wow. In that game. In the Super Bowl? They were an underdog. Yeah, to the L.A. Rams. It had to be. Yeah, the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last time they've been a double-digit underdog. So it doesn't happen often. Um, I, I got to be honest, 10 and a half is, is a little low, though. I For me to get involved here, I would have to get 13. I am a little worried for the Chiefs, though. They're not a great run defense. They haven't been a great run defense for a few years now. Chris Jones probably not going to play here. They're a little thin at quarterback. You got to get that short passing game going with Hoyer. You need to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. The Ravens couldn't stop and, and throw the football. I think Hoyer can do a little bit of it. I would look to maybe grab the points, but I need a few more here. Yeah, you know, the Chiefs the Chiefs could be in one of these spots. They'll just do enough to get it done uh, type of deal. All right, more with Big Man on campus on the other side. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Bring it. <laughs> 